Chapter 2, Taking Our Place. Luke chapter 9, verse 62. Jesus replied, No one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for service in the kingdom of God. What kind of people is Jesus looking for? Who is ready to join the ranks of the king of kings and put this world back the way it was supposed to be? Am I fit for the task? How about you? Do you have what it takes? Are you ready to face the enemy and change the world? In his preaching, Jesus announced that the kingdom of God had arrived. In the Sermon on the Mount, he lined out what life would be like in the new kingdom. He talked about what kind of people would be subjects in his kingdom. It all sounds really exciting and impressive, but there is a problem. And if I'm honest, the problem is me. I don't fit in this kingdom. I don't meet the standards. I don't have the kind of heart or the kind of devotion that can stand alongside Jesus. Every measurement that God has lined out for people with regard to righteousness is a test I have failed to pass. Not only that, I can't even meet my own standards. If I were to list all the things I think make up the character of a decent human being, I could also list tons of times that I have repeatedly missed that mark. We all have. When you look at yourself honestly, you probably just want to stop looking as soon as possible. Everyone has failed. Everyone has fallen. The best and seemingly sweetest person you could find would turn out to be a scoundrel and a pirate if you could see inside their heart. What must it have been like inside Jesus's head? I mean, how did he mentally and emotionally cope with everything he knew? Jesus could read people's minds. What if you could do that? Can you imagine what it must have been like constantly wading through the rotten soup of everyone's thoughts? Maybe that's one reason Isaiah prophesied that the Messiah would be a man of sorrows. We know that Jesus always enjoyed the constant love and fellowship of the Father and the Holy Spirit, but in some ways, he must have been the most lonesome person on earth. He could read every motive and dissect every duplicitous intention a person had before they gave a glance or uttered a word. As King David said in Psalm 139, before a word is on my tongue, you know it completely, O Lord. The almighty and most high God was just walking around the marketplaces of normal villages, shaking hands, telling stories, and having lunch with people. He saw their selfishness and heard their unkindness firsthand. He knew they were all broken. He knew just how much of a mess every single person was, and yet he came anyway. At the end of Luke chapter 9, we are told about several people who missed out on an opportunity to follow Jesus for various reasons. One guy wanted to follow the Lord, and Jesus responded by saying, You know I'm homeless, right? This won't be comfortable or safe, and it's not going to preserve the way of life you're used to. Jesus asked others to follow, and they didn't because they said, I have to bury my father first, or, or let me go say goodbye to my family first. Jesus responded harshly, saying, let the dead bury their own dead, and no one who puts his hand at the plow and looks back is fit for service in the kingdom of God. You know, when I look at myself, honestly, I see a guy who has been frightened to lose my comfort, security, and way of life. I see a person who wavers in indecision and doesn't know what's really important. 
In short, when I look at myself, I see a person who isn't ready to stand with Jesus. And yet Jesus has called me. What's the deal? Why does he call me if I'm not fit for service? What does he want with me when I am nowhere near the kind of man who deserves to walk tall in the kingdom of God? And then I remember the cross. You know, this little kingdom recruiting trip, it took place after Jesus set his face like a flint for Jerusalem. He was on his way to the cross. He was on his way to my cross. Jesus came to die for me and for you. He came to die because none of us have met the standard. He died to pay for our wrong in our place. He represented us. He took the punishment we deserved. He became homeless so that heaven could become our home. He was separated from fellowship with God the Father and experienced the hell we deserve so that we would always have a Father in heaven. He was rejected and unloved by the world he made so that we could be part of the family of God. He put his hand to the plow to save us and he never looked back. The cost of being Jesus' disciple is unbelievably high. Jesus is the only one who's ever really paid it. The standards of the kingdom of God, they're out of this world. And he's the only one who's ever met them. He lived perfectly for us. And then out of his outrageous and unstoppable love, he took our place in death to give us life that never ends. He loves you that much. When it comes to the standards, none of us fit. But when the measurement is his love, we're off the charts. You belong in this kingdom because he says you belong. He took your place to bring you in. For more on this, get yourself to a quiet place and read Luke chapter 9, verses 57 through 62, and Isaiah 53, verse 5. Think about how Jesus has taken your place and ask the Lord to fill your heart with thankfulness and then tell him about it.